0: Everyone and welcome to the Learner's Corner. This is the podcast for lifelong learners where we learn from anything and everything. My name is Caleb Mason and I'm Todd Hixsonball. Today we are going to be learning from Stephen Brewster.
1: Now Stephen Brewster is considered to be one of the leading experts in the church today in terms of create all things creativity creative arts. Um, Steven Brewster, his his resume includes being on the executive team at Freedom House Church in Charlotte, North Carolina, where he serves as the creative lead there. Um, He also has a blog called stevenbrewster.me, which there's just articles and all sorts of other things there on creativity for you guys to check out. Now, Steven is an exciting interview for us because we love, as you guys know, learning about creativity. And so this guy literally oozes ideas, thoughts, and energy. So we're so excited to be able to talk with him and to have this conversation and share it with you all. And
0: we're so excited about this interview that we're going to jump into it right now. Well, welcome to the podcast, Stephen Brewster. Hey, guys. Hey. How are we doing? Doing good. Doing Awesome. Good. Hey, as as we um, start talking with you, you know, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, What's currently yeah. going on with you?
2: Yeah, well, um, I just made a... Pretty large transition in the second one in about six months, actually. Um, Nashville's home, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, but uh, moved to Florida um, about six months ago to, to, uh, to work with a, a group of guys down there at the church. Um, and then s- about a, a three weeks ago, a month ago, uh, left Florida, sunny Florida, and moved back to the country. And uh, I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, and um, rocking out in Charlotte, which is an amazing city. I'm, we're falling more in love with it every single day. It's crazy. like It's so beautiful. Uh, and I skipped the honor of serving at Freedom House Church here in Charlotte. Uh, we're a multi-site church uh, trying to reach our city and, and, and make an impact. So yeah, I get to serve with an amazing creative team here. And music business background, that was a long time ago. I wanted to be the the Christian P. Diddy. And, uh, you know, now now I'm just trying to keep my head above water.
1: That just happened.
2: Yeah, (laughs) Christian P. Diddy.
1: I like it.
0: So one of of the main things we want to talk with you about is about creativity. You know, we, we were just looking through your blog and everything. And, you know, one of the challenges that comes with this, you know, as you grow as a creative, the things that used to challenge you, you know, start not to challenge you quite as much. You get a little bit more used to it. So what what is currently challenging you when it comes to creativity?
2: Oh, that's such a good question. So first off, I believe that creativity is a lot more muscle than it is magic. Okay. And so I have a responsibility to stay in the gym and stay fit creatively. And so, um, for, for me, that means I've got to be going up looking for inspiration. I've got to be finding things to be creative about. And, um, Literally, there, there, I, there's like 14 exercises that I think I've developed now to try to stay to stay creative. One of my favorite ones to stay creative, though, is to change the canvas. I believe that uh, routine is no became for our creative process, and so I do everything I can to weekly change up my routine so that I don't start living the Truman Show and um, I can stay create, uh, stay creative, stay inspired, and be getting new ideas. Here's what I would bet, you guys. If you travel, you have more ideas or fresher ideas than when you're at home. Well, it's not because when you got on the plane, they injected you with some creative serum. It's because when you land, the canvas is totally different. The responsibilities are totally different. And now all of a sudden, you have the ability to ingest for the first time some new things and that fires off your creativity. So that's one small little nugget of of how we try to stay engaged. You
0: know, that's that's one thing that we notice whenever you are on your blog is that you know you see you have a bunch of different organizations on there, and you'll just talk you know here's my five or six key takeaways is that just you know you going through life and you finding them, or do you actively like seek out those organizations or what's your process like for that
2: yeah it's oh, it's probably a little bit of both you know i i i I love your podcast the mission of your podcast is to to continually be a learner, and uh that's me man I, I'm not. I'm not the most talented guy in any room by far. And I'm definitely not the smartest. But what I can do is I can out hustle you if I work really hard. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna learn everything I can learn. I'm gonna glean everything I can glean. I I'm constantly trying to absorb and learn and capture what's happening in the world around me and, and just see what God's trying to say through that stuff. And so for me it's probably a combination of both. I'm always in trying. I'm trying hard to always stay in a posture of learning so that I can, um, I can, uh, make sure that those things continue to develop.
0: So you also mentioned that you have like 14 processes whenever it comes to creativity, you don't, yes. have to, you don't have to say all 14, but can you say like a couple more? Yeah, man, totally.
2: And here's the thing on my blog, if you go to my blog, there's a, uh, you can like, um, you can I I give all fourteen of these like design this kind of cool thing mm-hmm. away for free, so you can get all fourteen of these for free on my blog. Well, Stephen Rooster got me. Yeah. What, well, that's um, show notes. Yeah. Oh, great! Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, that's why you guys are so smart. See, I'm learning <laughs> show notes. Let's let's make sure we hit that. Um, so uh, one of them is one of my. I'll, I'll give you a couple of my favorites because um, some of them, you know, when you go to the gym, not everything is a favorite. So mm-hmm. like. I hate doing burpees. You got to do them, but I hate doing them. So one of my favorites is uh, is know, uh, know your jam, man. Figure out music and how music interacts with your world. So as a church, every Sunday, we're massively intentional with the music that we have, right? We have walk-in music. We have walk-out music. We have transitional music. We have worship music. It's a huge thing. And then on Tuesday, we have nothing. Well, music sets, uh, likewise, if you're creating a project for the student ministry and you're listening to like Yanni's greatest hits, maybe that's not the right <laughs> tone that you want to say, right? So we have all this free music that exists around our entire world nowadays. All my friends in the music business are dying because music is so free now. But go create a playlist for every single thing that you do. Create a playlist for your meetings. Create a playlist for when you're going to sit down and do your email, I hate email emails like the treadmill to hell. And I, so when I sit down and do email, I'm listening to the same music I listen to when I'm at the gym. Cause I need like inspiration. I need to be like driven. But if I'm trying to like vibe out and come up with some new ideas for a campaign or a project or something, I probably don't need to be getting all amped and hyped. I need something chill. So use music. That's a, that's one of them. Um, um, you put me on the spot. Now i got to remember all 14 of them, the exercises. Um, one of them is be a creative uh, scrapbooker. Now, listen, I, you guys are cool dudes. You live in Ohio. You're doing your thing. I do not need, need you to go out and get the um, scrapbooking apron with the bedazzled pockets <laughs> for your scissor holders and your glue. If you do that, though, please do send me a picture. But um, it looked I want like you to – Caleb you could rock that no sure <laughs> just the just the apron yeah um so um always be collecting every time you see something you like collect it you hear a song you like shazam it you watch a cool video put it in Evernote collect 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 always be collecting. you're walking through the mall there's a window display dang that could be a cool stage design click take a picture you're uh rolling through the airport you're like this is wayfinding it's amazing in this airport click 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 you're at a restaurant the menu's cool take a picture you see something cool online take, grab it collect 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 because here's what happens your pastor is going to walk up to you at one point and he's going to say hey guys i need you to tell me the best creative idea you have right now for this new series that i just thought of what we need to do i'm super passionate about this series it's going to be about jesus be creative go and that's what happens, dead silence, because we're like, I mean, Jesus is always enough, but is that all you got right now? <laughs> and, and, um, and, and so in that moment, you're like, uh, and what happens is we start to sweat a little bit, maybe we can get our pants. And then we come up with some stupid thing that we just spit out because we weren't prepared, right? So when you become a creative scrapbooker and you're collecting all the time, your pastor comes up and you guys, I need you to be creative right now. Got this awesome idea. It's gonna be about Jesus. Go! And now instead of dead silence and perspiration, what you're gonna say is, "Jesus, dude, that's awesome." You're just stalling long enough to open up your Evernote so you can get to your ideas. Dude, that's awesome. I I can't wait. And then you're gonna give him an idea. And ooh, I heard this song. Hey, what about this? Hey, what if it looked a little bit like this? What if it? uh, What if it was? Oh, what if we did this idea to it? And what? And all of a sudden, you're starting to throw out ideas. Right? You're throwing out an idea. Throwing out an idea. Throwing out an idea. He clings onto one starts like really vibing on it. And by the end, of the, the end of the time, he's ready to walk away. He's like, man, you are a creative genius. Like we can never afford to fire you inside. You're like, yes. But the truth is you are a creative genius. Not because in that moment you rock that spot, but because you did your homework in advance. You were a genius every day of the year. So that when you were pro- provided the opportunity to show your genius, you could. And so, I mean, that's just another little one. These are small things. There is no major like blowtorch moment that makes you super creative. It's, it's, a, it's a series of small, small, small things. We were birthed and made in God's image. He created us. The Bible's super clear about that. And I don't know if you, your Bible says the same thing as mine, but if it does, he kind of created the entire universe. So that's a pretty creative dude. So anytime somebody says to me, I'm not creative, I'm like, are you human? Because we're created in his image. So, small little things that can help you get Irwin, better. Erwin McManus talks about
1: that in his book, The and Soul. I don't know if you've ever read yeah. that, but Artisan's Soul, he talks about that, how we're all creative.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like a- anything that Erwin McManus talks about, I pretty much have tattooed all over my body somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and that guy's is is a beast.
1: Oh, yeah. Beast.
0: So, you know, at, as you begin a new creative endeavor, what are some of the yep. first things that you do?
2: Oh, so, so good. Okay. So uh, this is where it's going to start to probably drift into leadership and out of inspiration a little bit. Okay. So uh, the first thing that you do is like, what do we want this to be? And then immediately following that, what is the win for this? And I think defining that win is super, super important because a lot of times I think in creative world, we get caught up in the color, the vibe, the feel, the sound, the smell, the look, whatever it is. The, the, the things that make us great and we forget about the win and the win is what's really important because uh, most of the, your listeners I would assume are in business or in church and so in business you're not creating just to create, you're creating to sell a product or move people to a decision in, um, in our world, in the church world, we're trying to share hope love, grace and help people take that next step in their faith journey through the stuff that we create and we need to be super laser-focused clear on what is the win. What are we trying to accomplish? And I think that holds true, not just for like the next creative endeavor that we, we, we take, but every single thing that we do. What is the win of our worship set? What is the win of this transitional moment? What is the win of our welcome on Sunday morning? Um, what is the win of our creative team? Is it to empower volunteers or is it to make the dopest stuff ever? Neither one's wrong. Just make sure you know what your win is. Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, follow us, like, continue throughout, like, the rest of your creative process. Like, what do you do after, you know, what's the win all the way through the end of it?
2: Yeah. Okay. So, what I'll do is, first thing I do is I, I have, some, I have uh, our teams submit what is called a creative request. And um, if, if uh, I can send you guys a link to put in the notes yeah, to this great. form as well. Uh, there's six things there. The most important one is creative requests, and it's basically a tool that's going to help a ministry create their absolute best ministry. So they're going to send to us everything that they want in this creative request, and then we're going to take it, put it in a base camp, ask a whole bunch of questions, and we're going to host a creative meeting, most likely around that, especially if it's a big thing, and brainstorm the process. And when we walk out of that meeting, we know the win, and we know um, kind of the ideas, and then we're going to make them actionable. So then we move from inspiration to perspiration and we start assigning uh, due dates and deadlines to absolutely every single thing. And, and for, for your base camp nerds out there, a date, a person, um, those are the most important things. You've got to provide, if you're going to create a deadline, you've got to assign it to a person and give it a date. If you don't do that, there's no accountability. And uh, at that point, then your, your stuff starts to get a little sloppy. So... Uh, hopefully, we're going to um, we're going to work collaboratively throughout the process. Ministry's going to get to speak into it. We're going to speak into it. They're going to see design inspiration. They're going to see vibe feel. Uh, we're going to put, start putting together the elements. Uh, we'll get up to the promotional point, and hopefully, at the promotional point, we've got a really good strong plan on how we're going to promote this event um, inside of our church and outside of our church, if necessary or applicable, um, and then we'll get to the event before we get to the event that we're going to rehearse it multiple times. We're going to nitpick every single detail possible because we're striving for excellence. Um, not perfection, but excellence. We are, we are continually on the road, of getting better. And hopefully by the end, we are going to be better and we're going to be ready and we're going to rock it out.
0: Awesome. So, you know, at some point, you know, you're going to hit like a creativity, like roadblock or yes, like, you're going to try to think of an idea and it's going to be difficult to come up with. What do you do when that happens?
2: So good. It's another one of the exercises. Get up and walk around, walk away. I think that pause—the pause, the pause button is, is the most, uh, absent part of our creative processes inside of the church. We do not press pause and just walk away and and, and think about it a little bit. And and it's not our fault. Sunday's coming and it's every Sunday and, as far as I'm, I'm not a math guy. I'm a creative guy. But I think that every seven days, is when Sunday is, and so because of that, we got to be really, really intentional to uh, press pause sometimes and get up and let give ideas room to breathe, so that we can come up with the, the best idea or make sure we're not executing on a bad one. So when I get stuck, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go take two laps around the building. And dude, people that work with me, they know that I'm a complete weirdo. They'll see me out there walking around the building. and Anytime I'm on a phone call, I'm like walking around. You're um, a pacer. What's that? You're a pacer. I'm totally a pacer. and I didn't know why until my therapist explained it. When you activate the right and left side of your body, you're firing neurons in the right and left side of your brain. It helps you think slightly more holistically, become more creative when I'm engaging the right and left side of my body. So to stay focused, to stay direct, to inspire myself, I'm going to get up and walk. And I'm going to get physical. And when I get physical, then I'm going to come back and sit down and hopefully I got a, a good idea. If I don't break through there, then I'm going to go talk to somebody about it. I'm going to start pro- processing. I think creativity is done better when it's done in community. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to go figure out who can I talk to about this? Do I need to text somebody? Do I need to call somebody? Is there somebody's Office I can walk into, and I don't care what you do in the organization to be involved in my world. The other day I was working on a design thing, and I I emailed the design to two worship leaders. Um, neither one of them designed, but I just needed some other input. I needed a different voice in it because I didn't like what, where it was at. Gotcha.
0: So who who are the people that you look to, and who are the organizations that you look to to like inspire your own creativity? You know, you named one, with Irwin McManus. What these a few others?
2: Yeah, well, Erwin and all my tats. But uh, so, I mean, there's a bunch. So Aaron Draplin is a designer uh, out in Portland, Oregon. And he's like, I'm like living on his stuff right now. So, so good. Um, I've been a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk for probably like eight years. I actually got to interview him for my blog one time, which was like one of the coolest moments ever. Um, To hear Gary Vaynerchuk talk about church was like, I was pretty much ready to die at that point. Um, and that was kind of before you really blew up um, mm-hmm. Pixar's huge for me Nike, I'm mad inspired by Nike um, if you haven't watched the abstract and seen uh, any of that stuff, like go check it out on Netflix, it's bonkers um, uh, man, I'm inspired by a lot, I'm inspired by some weird stuff too, like I'm inspired by um a bunch of design blogs on on Instagram. Uh, I'm inspired by I, I don't know. there's like, something about like farmhouses is like really like I'm like super weird and vibing out on right now. So like I'm following like all Farm these. Houses. Yeah, like all, like Chip and Joanna Gaines basically. Yeah. Like I follow pretty much every girl on Instagram that blogs about her house. I mean Instagram is about her house, which is so weird. Oh, it's like all you do is look at white walls with black furniture. I'm like, I know, it's so weird. Um That's but awesome. That's yeah, idea, Pixar though. Nike it's Pixar Nike Disney. What's that? It's a great idea. Well I think that that, that inspiration can come from anywhere. It, like so obviously there's a bunch of churches that I that inspire me as well. Like I have friends uh at, at North Point, at Central, um at Hillsong, Saddleback, all over the country. Um here in Charlotte Elevation, um and, oh, I have friends. I've been blessed to get to meet. I'm old, so that when you get old, you get to meet a lot of people. And so I've met a lot of people. And so I have friends all over the place. And all of those churches inspire me as well. The C3 movement and what they're doing super inspire me. But for me, I have this weird like wiring inside of me that like, if I see you doing it at your church, I want to champion and cheer you on and pray for you and help you and bless you in that. But I don't want to do it. Like, I want to go figure out that thing that hasn't been done yet and then go do that. That is so counter to what most churches are doing right now, though. I know, because I open my Instagram and every church looks like Blue Church. And I'm like, <laughs> right. I love those guys. Like, Pastor Rich has been amazing to us and he was super kind to us through the, cross, the stuff that's happened across Point. I love, I love them and the team and what they're doing there. But I don't need every church. Like, that speaks to Miami, that speaks to the people that they're reaching in Miami, end up killing it. I'm charged to reach the people of Charlotte. And so if I'm like busting out some Miami and Charlotte, that's probably not the, the right vibe. So I, I'm, I'm robbing, first off, myself and my creativity to just imitate somebody else. I'm not staying authentic to the artist that God's created me to be. And I'm robbing the people of our community because I'm not speaking their language.
1: So something that I've heard often, and you're kind of saying almost the opposite thing, is you know steal like an artist so take people's ideas and mm-hmm. make them better make them your own yeah. um but here's what i'm seeing and again i'll repeat it i don't see people doing that i see them more they're just copy and pasting
2: right and so that's where i would agree with you i actually love steal like an artist i want you to steal like an artist and actually don't even steal call the person and they'll probably give you their stuff so you don't even have to steal it Take every good idea. There's no reason to be arrogant and think that we have to come up with all the good ideas. Like, I'm going to steal more More, i want to steal the one or two ideas a year just to expose my team to a different way of thinking. Like, I want them to, to, to live and process inside of, I'll call a church, I'll call a friend of the church and be like, hey, this series that you did, can I, can I steal that design? And they'll send over the files and then my designers have to go through that and figure out how do they do that? Why do they do that? They have to deconstruct it. That's an amazing learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to literally take it and just take their logo off and put my logo on. Right. Cause that doesn't feel authentic to me. That's not, I, I, I feel like part of the calling on my life. And if you have to do, there's seasons that you have to do that. Like if I'm at a church of, of, of 150 people and, I'm the entire creative team, communication team, worship team, then the best I might be able to do is steal somebody's art, replace their logo with mine, and then do that and rock it out. But if you've been given some margin and some space, then you need to be enhancing or or improving on somebody else's idea. Very good. Yeah.
0: So, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but, you know, the organizations that, you know, you look to, How, how do you go about, like, learning the most that you can from them? So, like, whenever you see, like, an organization, whenever you see an article or yeah. a person, how do you learn the most that you can from them?
2: Yeah. So, tons of tools. Um, so, first off, I mean, God, how did we live before Google and YouTube? Oh, my right? gosh.
1: Or how did like, we watch TV before Netflix?
2: My kids don't, like, we are in such a – my kids don't even watch TV. I don't. I don't. They, think. I find they're, they're on their iPad or their, their computer in their bed streaming something. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm – so so anyway, wrong conversation. What you really asked was what tools. So here are the tools. I, if I fall in love with something, Aaron Draplin, I've watched probably 12 hours of him talking on YouTube. Just because I'm like, I'm inspired by this. I'm intrigued. I want to learn, like, I want to learn how your head's working. What are you thinking? How are you doing this? Um, uh, Flipboard is like the most powerful tool that I have. And it's an old school tool, but they keep enhancing it and keep making it better. And literally, like, I would, I would die without it. Um, Because, because I'm a visual learner. So for me, it simplifies the, 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 if you ever go to Mashable and try to read Mashable online, it's like the internet threw up on their web page. And so, for me, I need like super clean. Um, I need super clean and visual so that I can process it well. So, you know, if someone wants to expand
0: their creativity muscle, you know what? Yes. What would you tell them to do?
2: Um, start. Being intentional with how you're inspired. So, um, find the take a week and find the five things that you, that you realize trigger your your imagination or your inspiration over the week, and then start doing those more and more often. That's the first one. The second one is schedule a twenty minute meeting with yourself. Um, every day over the course of that time. And you're going to walk into that meeting and you're going to set a timer on your phone for 20 minutes. You're going to take two archaic tools, a pencil and a um, piece of paper. You're going to sit down. You're going to get ready to hit start on that, pot, on that timer. And right before you do, you're going to say, God, download to me the secret ideas that you have hidden in the silence. Then you're going to walk over and sit down and get ready. Now, put a pin in that thought right there. I can tell you guys the three times you get the most of your ideas when you're in the shower, when you're driving, and um, when you're waking up and you're falling asleep. No, I'm not spying on you. That would be super weird. Um, those are the moments in life when the entire world is not barraging you, right? So what we're going to do is now we're going to create, recreate those moments where you can actually download. So right before you hit start on that, you say the prayer. You hit start, you walk to the other side of the room, you sit down with your piece of paper and your pen, and you inhale. And the next seven to eight minutes are the most awkward minutes you've had since middle school. And then all of a sudden you get a solution to a problem and you're gonna write it down. And then you get another one and you write it down. Then you get an idea and you write it down. And then you start to doodle and sketch. And then all of a sudden the timer goes off, you get up and you walk out. Like that was really cool. And you start doing that. Every day at the beginning of your day, and all of a sudden you're gonna start to feel yourself being more creative.
0: So, you know, as as we wrap up, you know, the question that we always like to finish with is
2: what are you learning right now? Oh so I'm a little torn by that question. There's two things that I'm learning right now. Um as a leader, um as a leader, where I put my attention is where I'm gonna create momentum. So wherever my eyes and my resources go, that's where we're going to be. That's where we're going to get better. Um, so if I'm, if I'm a pastor of a church, if I want a great kids ministry, I can't just want a great kids ministry. I need to put my attention and my resources there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the first one. The second one is um, I'm in a really interesting season right now. Uh, I, I was working. The last two churches that I've worked at were both over 7,000 people a weekend. Um, The church I'm at now is not at that level yet. And so I'm, I'm exploring and seeing um, like what is, I'm taking a, what would be perceived as a step backwards in the, in the level of my leadership. And it is invigorating me so much, but I'm getting my hands dirty again too. And so I'm learning that um, our actions speak a whole lot louder. Than our, than our leadership um, axioms do. And so I think for a season, I maybe fell in love with the leadership axioms because I was the leader. And so I got to just say, hey, let's just be awesome. And then I expected everybody else to make us awesome. Now it's partially my responsibility to get in and help make us awesome. And that's like a really, really fun thing, but a very humbling thing as well.
1: Awesome. Well, hey, thank you um, so much just for talking with us. We really have
2: appreciated it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. Thanks for having
0: me. It's my, completely my honor. Yeah. So, Stephen, if, if people want to learn more from you, if they want to get in contact with you, you know, how can they do
1: that? Awesome. Well, hey, thank you um, so much just for talking with
2: us. We really have appreciated it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. Thanks for having me. It's my, completely my honor.
0: Yeah. So, Stephen, if, if people want to learn more from you, if they want to get in contact with you, you know, how
2: can they do that? Yeah, so Stephen Brewster.me, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, B-R-E-W-S-T-E-R dot M-E. That's my blog. Uh, That's where everything lives. So you can get to my socials that way. You can get to I I have been doing this fun thing where I I try to help coach some people uh, creatively and through some leadership stuff. So um, we have like a 10-week course that we help people walk through and it's kinda a la carte. So there's like 15 or 18 options and you pick the 10 that most apply to you. Everything from leadership to social media to art direction to it's all over the place. But I try to take that and use it to help people get better and we're building this fraternity of people that are processing and thinking and being more intentional. So all that you can be found on my blog, Stephen Man, I just I'm honored to be a um, on your podcast and to serve you guys. So thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you.
0: I think my biggest takeaway from that interview with Steven was simply that creativity isn't magic. It's a muscle. And no matter who you are, if you work at it, if you practice it, you can grow your creative muscle. We can all be creative. It just takes practice and discipline. Now, in the next episode, we're going to be talking with the co-founder of Baron Fig, Joey Caffone.
1: Now, Baron Fig is a company based out of New York City, New York, And they basically make really, really cool notebooks, pens, and all sorts of things for creatives who are are using these notebooks and things to draw and make all sorts of stuff. And we are so excited about this interview because we love learning stuff, and these people make things for learners and for creatives.
0: The best way to make sure that you don't miss our next episode is by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcast player you
1: use. If you want to see some of our key takeaways from this episode, check out our show notes. Now, the show notes are a great tool to use after the show is over because in the show notes, you can access all sorts of quotes, resources, and other things that were discussed during the episode now to access them it's pretty easy all that you have to do is go in your podcast player to the description tab and swipe that over and when you look you'll be able to see a drop down menu that has all of our notes from the day there's there's um click to tweets there where you can just click on those and they'll you can tweet those directly out and there's also just a a bevy of resources that we put in there each week so that you can check out things and continue the conversation even after we're done
0: If this podcast has helped you in any way, you can show your appreciation by leaving a rating or writing a review of our podcast on iTunes. You can also show your appreciation by hitting us up on social media. You can like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram at The Learner's Corner, or at our Twitter handle at Learner's Podcast. And let us know about what you're learning about, whether it be from a previous episode, this week's episode, or just what you're learning about in general. Until next time, keep learning keep growing.